welcome to Purpose and Principles podcast. This is Max Brown, and today I'm delighted to introduce my friend Fatima Doman. And Fatima is a, an executive coach, a best-selling author, a speaker, and more importantly, a very good friend of mine. I'm really excited to introduce her to, uh, to this audience. She's been on a lot of different media, featured in a lot of different media outlets. She's written several books, and she has a new one coming out on authentic resilience, which will be a big part of our topic today with Fatima. But you have so many different things to talk about today, whether it's authentic strengths or authentic resilience, uh, and so many other places we can go. So I'm just really glad you'd come on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Max. Yeah, it's awesome. And I know you're busy and it, and, and life is crazy, but when when things get stressful, you know, the media right now and just the news of, of 2020 has been so stressful, what, what do you say right off the get-go that keeps you going, uh, gives you hope when things are stressful? You know, really, I'm passionate about empowering people to really get authentic with themselves Mm -hmm. and create sustainable flourishing. So in work and in life, how can you create this sustainability? And resilience is a big part of that. And resilience can be defined as the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties because none of us is going to go through life without encountering some difficulties, some challenges. It's just part of the human experience. So how do we learn to recover quickly? Hmm. That is the skill set that I'm very passionate right now about sharing with people, helping them to understand. And there are actually over 700 global research studies about using the science of character strengths, the science of positive psychology that give us clues into how we can develop this resilience in our lives. Well, I, I can't think of a more timely topic with the, the amount of stress and adversity a lot of people are feeling right now. And you suggest that, you know, okay, I get it. You know, we're all going to have these tough times in our life, whether we like them or not. But you're talking about how to recover from them more quickly. What, what can we do? What can we do to recover more quickly when it feels like you get knocked down pretty hard? Right. So there are many things that we can do. And the first one I think is really important. And that's to first discover your unique character strength profile so that you know what energizes you and what gives you that added element of flexibility and engagement and the things that just kind of lift you. Hmm. And There are certain, everyone's different. Did you know that there are over a sextillion different combinations? Because human beings are truly unique. It's like a fingerprint, Mm -hmm. the way that we use these character strengths. Hmm. And 50 of the world's most elite positive psychologists and sociologists, these scientists came together and they created what they call the CSV, which is the classification of strengths and virtues. And they studied cultures from all around the world Mm -hmm. and they classified these character strengths. And there are 24 of them. And for free, you can go on my website. It's a gift that I'm giving to your listeners today. Mm-hmm. You can go on my website, AuthenticStrengths, that's plural, dot com, mm-hmm. and you can take your own free strengths inventory, and it'll give you your report right away. It only takes about 10 minutes. And the strengths that you're measuring are things like creativity, things like perseverance, love, social intelligence, leadership, teamwork, prudence 
gratitude, hope. Mm. You can clearly see how any of these strengths, and there are 24, can build your resilience. And I've created a model in my book that shows exactly how these strengths contribute to your resilience. And we can get into that as well. Well, it, it you know, it's interesting because a lot of people would say, I, I think I know about myself, but maybe there's something more I could do here. And learning about my strengths might be helpful, as you suggest, in order for us to know how to bounce back. Right. So these character strengths, they are the core of mm-hmm. positive psychology, this research that was done in this classification. And it was created as a counterbalance to the DSM. And you've probably heard of the DSM. It measures... Um, you know, mental illness and dysfunction, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Human dysfunction. And these positive psychologists, when they came together, they they worked on this for three years and Mm -hmm. they had a million dollars of funding. And it was in the early 2000s when they did this. And they wanted to create an inventory, something, something to counterbalance that DSM that would give people hope, that would give people something to pattern after, So we know what can go wrong. All of us understand what can go wrong pretty Mm -hmm. well. The anxiety, the stress, the depression, and all of that. Right. But how do we move from wrong to strong? Yeah. How do we shift our focus on what will make us stronger rather than focusing on our weaknesses? And that's where this inventory was born. And so what I've done is I've created models on how people can use this information, this new science, um, in really easy to remember like three-step processes and things like that. I just try to demystify all the, all the research and science uh, that I can and provide it to the average user in this mm-hmm. new book, Authentic Resilience, so they can understand some really concrete, practical things they can do that will build their resilience and help them recover from these stressful events that life throws at us. So let's make it personal for a minute. How, how do you respond when things get stressful? Because I've known you for, I mean, uh, we've known each other 15 years and you're always so positive and vibrant and happy with people. And it doesn't mean that you don't have hard things happen. How, how do you, how do you manage that? What would you suggest? Well, let's, let's keep it at the personal level for a minute. And then I would love to go to the next question, which is, you know, what are some of the personal things we could do after we've taken maybe this profile or understand our strengths better, but what do you personally do to bounce back up? How do you stay happy? So there are certain strengths that are very high for me uniquely. Mm -hmm. So every human being has a different strengths profile, like I said, Mm -hmm. and it is there. And like I said, there are over a sextillion different combinations. So truly we express our, our strengths differently. So for me, my top strength is gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I, that is such a go-to strength for me Mm -hmm. because when things get hard, I just, I just intuitively start thinking about, all that I do have and that capacity, that, that focus, that new focus on gratitude helps to pull me out a, a, a highly emotionally charged, you know, stressful situation typically. Mm-hmm. And also I tend to go, you know, one of my higher strengths is social intelligence as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I go and intentionally connect with other people and we help lift each other up. Those are things that work for me, mm-hmm. but there, but everyone's different. You know, some people, 
people might just take some time alone and just regroup and they might really look at self-regulation and maybe they'll go, you know, that's another character strength and they'll go maybe exercise and blow off that stress. Mm -hmm. But once you understand what works for you and what your top strengths are, those are the strengths to go to when you're using your your top strengths, you tend to be in a better state of mind. And it's also very interesting that there are certain strengths that are more highly correlated to resilience and to post-traumatic growth. So post-traumatic growth is really similar to resilience because, you know, a challenging situation for many of us can feel very traumatic, right? So, you know, how do you, how do you grow after an experience like that? For example, one of the most highly correlated character strengths with post-traumatic growth is bravery. Mm -hmm. So being able to look at the situation and deal with it rather than be feeling overwhelmed by it and feeling like you don't have the energy or the wherewithal to deal with what you're going through. Um, Also, spirituality is highly correlated, you know, just some sense of meaning and purpose. And it doesn't have to be, we're not talking religion, we're talking spirituality. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other strengths that are highly correlated with resilience are kindness, kindness to yourself you know, giving yourself the room that you need to just kind of recover, take a deep breath, Mm. you know, do those things that help you make, help make you feel better. Everyone's different. You know, for some people, it might be listening to some good music, other people, maybe deep breathing, Mm -hmm. meditation. So those, those self-kindness processes. So there's a group of these strengths that that really help you build your resilience. Well, I love that. And I love the fact that, like you said, there's so many different ways people can find this. It's not a one, a one size fits all, or one way of thinking about it. But there's multiple ways and multiple ways that different people can find satisfaction and kind of bounce back. Exactly. And the most important thing is to know thyself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, it's to Take the time to develop what I call Mm self-awareness. I call it, so I have a three-step process, explore, Mm -hmm. empower, engage. So explore is the first step. Explore your strengths. Explore how you use them and what gives you energy and, and what makes you feel good. Because actually, there are also correlations to your immune system. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting that we're having this podcast you know, in the midst of this coronavirus Mm -hmm. situation that we're all faced with, Mm -hmm. don't we want high-functioning immune systems? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? There's a correlation between using your strengths of character, your top strengths that give you energy and excitement and aliveness and fulfillment and, you know, all of these benefits and and your immune system. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it all works so closely together. And I love that. And I love that I love that people, this is doable. Now, here's the challenge. Some people have heard us so far in the Fatima, they think, wow, she's just this really happy person and good for her, but I'm stuck. Have you ever mm-hmm. been stuck before? What do, you, what do you do to those people, you know, when they say, well, you know, I kind of do need some self-time to recover, but when they go to that self-place, they end up getting stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've been very stuck in my life. Hmm. And actually, I'm, I'm a 
I'm a refugees from Angola. Mm -hmm. I mean, my family, we came to the United States fleeing a war mm -hmm. in Angola. And I know what it's like to go through a lot of stress. I mean, I was a very small child. I was three when we came, but growing up, you know, our life was difficult. We lost everything we owned. Mm -hmm. We came here with nothing to the United States. My dad milked cows on a dairy. Mm -hmm. My mom worked in turkey plants and canneries. Mm -hmm. They worked really long, exhausting hours. I mean, I started cooking for the family when I was 12 and, mm -hmm. um, and just kind of taking up the slack helping out where I could in the family. And we were very poor growing up. I know what it's like to feel very stressed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, I heard grew up, you know, grew up hearing the stories of family members who didn't make it through the war and mm -hmm. things like that. And so everyone has their different type of stress, but I think one thing that is common to the human experience is that we all do have stress. Yeah. We all have difficulty. So where do we find that common ground? And even and you'll meet people who are smiling and they seem to have it all together. I guarantee you mm -hmm. that beneath the surface, everyone is dealing with their own anxieties and their own challenges. I have coached very high level executives. And when the door closes, mm -hmm. they are human beings just like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're talking about building resilience, the character strengths that are most highly correlated with post-traumatic growth and with building resilience, I mentioned kindness, I mentioned bravery, I mentioned spirituality, but there's also love, you know, that connection to self-love and then the connection to others. There's curiosity. Hmm, how am I going to solve this problem, right? Mm -hmm. Or this challenge? Mm -hmm. There's creativity. Okay, I'm going to think out of the box and I'm going to, I'm going to get past this hurdle. There's love of learning, you know, what can I learn from this and where can I go for resources? And I know a lot of people who love of learning is their top strength. And during the coronavirus, boy, they're, they're online and they're learning everything that they can because they feel really self-empowered mm -hmm. um, when they know what is in their control, what they can influence. And I love, for example, Ariana Huffington put out, you know, she's the head of this new Thrive Global that is all about well-being and wellness. And, mm -hmm. and she put out, um, she emailed saying that, uh, that prevention, you know, is really her focus right now. I mean, we know that people who are stressed, or sleep deprived mm -hmm. are about four times more susceptible to catching a virus. Right. So that's love of learning, you know, informing yourself and then doing what you can. Um, and that's prevention and honesty. Honesty is one of the strengths that's most highly correlated to resilience, you know, being honest with yourself and with the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's related to bravery, of course, right? Being able to just look at it and deal with it. And then, the, the last one that's really highly correlated, and all of them are correlated, but these especially, is perseverance. Mm -hmm. So people who can just kind of hang in there and they say, you know what, I'm going to write this out. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to continue to do all I can one day at a time, mm -hmm. one step at a time. So those are some, some of the keys. Yeah, thank you for that. And it, it, I, I appreciate your honesty and your background and your story to be able to help people understand that you know you're not you're not you're not immune from challenges or from understanding what it means to to feel real adversity um but but you choose still to be to respond to it differently than perhaps someone else might 
And I think that that's what I hope people can hear today. You bring up a big point with the, you know, the leadership coaching. And like you, I've been in some of those coaching conversations with some really senior leaders and they're very, very human and they have very human issues and they're, and they're trying to make the best decisions they can for a lot of people under a lot of pressure as well. Exactly. And, you know, that's one of the things that led me to positive psychology mm-hmm. is growing up in a home where there was a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I was looking for tools that would help me to flourish regardless my yeah. circumstances. And I think what we look for, we will find. As a matter of fact, there's a field of, of study called appreciative inquiry. Mm-hmm. And it's all about what type of questions do you ask yourself? So people who ask uh, appreciative, focused questions, looking for what's right with their lives instead of what's wrong with their lives, that list actually grows. We know that. We know through many studies that what you focus on grows. That's right. So, So why not look and focus on solutions? So part of my book, I talk a lot about solution-oriented questions rather than problem-focused questions Mm -hmm. because I learned to be a coach. I I studied at Columbia University, and they taught us Mm -hmm. in our program that, uh, you know, the nature of the question matters tremendously. Mm -hmm. And they taught us when we coach not even to ask what problem are you bringing to coaching, but focus on solutions or Mm -hmm. focus on opportunities because it takes you down a very different trajectory. You know, it's, it's all about your area of focus. Yeah. So why not focus on what's strong in yourself and in others? You'll elicit more of that by doing it rather than focusing on what's wrong. As I said earlier. Yeah. I, I, and I really appreciate that. You know, we, we both studied, a lot of these pieces around the same time. We've been to the same conferences back back in exactly. the day. You know, it's so fun. We both went to the positive psychology, the first positive psychology yeah. conference. Remember that? <laughs> the World Congress yeah. on Positive Psychology in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's and right. Think how mind expanding that was. You it know, was we super were like, fun. Yeah. And here we are many years later using these tools and trying to share them with others. Yes. And and it's funny, too, because in grad school, I actually studied appreciative inquiry, David Cooper Ryder's work. And my, my thesis essentially was I had to do a consulting project with appreciative inquiry. And so we actually had to use it in order to find out how and how to help an organization. Uh, and one of the studies we did was on a fire department. So I went out and spent hundreds of hours at the fire department, riding on ambulances. They let us ride in the fire trucks. They let us sit in the, you know, at the station with the firemen. And we went from station to station to station interviewing firemen. And our biggest question was, when do you feel like things are going great? And it's like you said, you know, the question matters. And so instead of doing a gap analysis or when things are going wrong, we simply said, describe this instance when things are going great. And when you said that, it strike it just it brought all these memories back to me. But you know what they said? They said when we can go into a fire and we know that our brothers or our sisters have our back, we know everything's wow. going great. Wow! Isn't that great? Yeah, and I like that a lot. It took a lot of work to find that out. We interviewed. I mean, we were with over a hundred fire people, firemen, firemen, and firewomen, um, and and literally spent so many hours with them. And when we finally compiled all the data. That's what came back, that over and over again, when, when we know someone has our back, 
we can move forward. Everything's much better then. Yeah. And you can intentionally recreate success going forward. So that's what I do with executives that I coach and organizations yeah. that I, that I consult with. I help them to recreate the success going forward. So we identify that's when right. things have gone great and what were the variables. And we specifically look at the strengths that were being used mm -hmm. and then how to call those strengths forward intentionally going forward to recreate success. That's, it's awesome. Uh, Fatima, you're, you're delightful to talk to today. I know that we, you know, there's a lot going on, but is there one last piece of advice or even before we get there, just a, a, something where you find joy and how do you find that joy, how it sustains you? And then maybe a piece of advice for our listeners. Sure. Yeah. So if, if I were to think of, you know, a piece of advice that your listeners would appreciate, you know, I'm thinking a lot of them are interested in how to be better leaders, mm -hmm. not just of others, but also of themselves. Mm -hmm. So I would say make a habit of seeing strengths in yourself and in those they, you lead or those you influence. Mm. So I call this a strength spotting system. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Talbin Shahar, who had one of the, I believe, the most popular course ever taught at Harvard, he's known for saying what one appreciates, appreciates. It literally grows. Yeah. So this means that, you know, if you want to be what I call an enlightened leader, then the goal is to focus on strengths and not only of yourself, but those you lead and look for verbal and nonverbal cues that you're using them or others are using them. So verbal cues might be clear, fast, direct speech, you know, people will use a larger vocabulary, they'll have a stronger voice. Nonverbal cues, you know, you'll see more energy in them, their eyes will light up, they'll lean forward, they'll get more animated. So those are cues that people are using their strengths. Look mm -hmm. for those. And when you see people displaying those type of cues, they're engaged in some type of work that really means something to them, whether it's yourself or others. And then pay attention. How do you infuse that kind of energy and excitement and enthusiasm and engagement intentionally going forward? Well, you provide opportunities for yourself and others to use the, the very strengths that energize yourself or others. Mm -hmm. So that self-awareness and then also seeing it not only in self, but in others, I think is one of the pieces of advice that I'd want to leave with those who are listening to us today. Fatima, I'm so glad you're here. And thank you. It's absolutely a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's, it's great. I, you know, I'm just so grateful for our friendship and for the amount of time we've been able to spend in the past. And it, it just reminds me of how important it is that these relationships continue. So again, thank you for your time today. And let's, let's stay connected. Let's do some more. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, my friend. Have a good day. Bye -bye. Thank you.